We kick off hour number two of the program. It's brought to you by the Knoxville TVA Employees Credit Union. Check them out online at tvacreditunion.com. I don't want to talk more about the the analytics and Golden, because that's really interesting what he said about, uh, you know, they want to keep us in front of them and force us to, I mean, even teams that shoot the ball well from three, like, I, I, I just, I don't know. College is different. In high school, even teams that shot well from three, we still, the best plan was still if you could force tough threes, mm-hmm. that was the best way to defend. It always was. Now, in college, I think sometimes you can try that and a team just gets hot and they make a bunch of shots and if they're a good three-point shooting team. But, I mean, I don't – flying by the three-point shooters never seems like a great idea anyway. Um, so we'll chew on a little more in a second. Let's get back to the phone lines. So Big Orange Philly phone lines are open for you, 865-546-8200. Uh, check out Big Orange Phillies in halls, lunch, dinner. Watch the Vols play. They got you covered right there on Maynardville uh, Pike in halls. It's Big Orange Phillies. Roberto's up next. What's up, Berto? You're on three hey, and a half. I didn't have to wait an hour and a half, so thank you. You're welcome. appreciate it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was by far Matt's best call ever, by the way. <laughs> uh, I think it was a beaut. Well, he had a lot of time to um, think about it. Yeah, a lot of prep. Time yeah, so well, you know, preparation is key. Had notes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, it's funny you mentioned that. I've, I've said the last two days, I think guard play is going to be the key to tonight's game. The line is so strange to me. So they, I don't know what Vegas is seeing that we're not. I don't either. And I, I really I've don't. been like combing little message boards and stuff to see if anyone's saying something like, "Oh yeah, Josiah's got the flu" or whatever. But I'm not seeing anything like that. Even if Josiah had the flu, we'd have to be favored by more than five. I would, I would think so. I don't know. Uh, maybe they. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. I think it's guard play. It comes down to guard play, and I think we're better at guard than they are. That was pretty easy. Uh, Castleton's a hell of a player, by the way. He's yeah, he's a good. nice player. I would take him on this squad, like, right now. Um, I, I've, I, I, the only thing I'm banking on, or I think they're banking on, is do they still play in the O-Dome? They've changed their... their it's still called that. It's the new building, but yeah. still the O'Connell yeah. Center. Yeah, but it's yeah. not like the swamp like that Bruce Pearl played in and looked like he was swimming in a suit, right? They, that building was literally connected to the swimming and diving facility, so yeah, no, it was it was always humid and always smelled like chlorine. Just confirming this is not the same place. No. Okay. Well, they can't just turn up the heat like they did on that night. Um, I don't know. Maybe they. Oh, maybe they know which basketball we're using. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're a Nike or, school. Yeah. I feel like the that's. Regulation, they have to play with the Nike ball I just feel like every time there's a really weird line like this, like like Tennessee's going to win by five, right, Berto, and like screw everybody out of mm-hmm. We'll still win the game, but everybody will be yep. broke. Yep, so, uh, Nate, you convinced me a couple weeks ago I've, I've stopped betting Tennessee games again because, <laughs> uh, yeah, not gone well this year. Uh, <laughs> um Guys, can I switch gears for a half a sure. second to the Super Bowl? Real quick, it is the same building. They just renovated it. Yeah, yeah. No. But it doesn't do that anymore, right? I don't know. It's, uh. I, did they? Maybe that's it. I think we just made the discovery, Houston. They're gonna Everybody they're gonna turn the, the heat up in the it's pools. A new building, mm-hmm. but it's the same building, mm-hmm. and they're just gonna open all the doors to the swimming pool and just turn it into a dang sauna. That's what they're gonna do. Smart. That's how they're gonna. That's how they're gonna stop Olivier Kamwa. 
you know, he is from Finland, and though they do have saunas there that they use all the time, that's the key to stopping him. Going to sweat us out. It makes him sweat us out. It's going to be a that's swamp it. down there. <laughs> there you go. See what you did there, Literal. in turn, Brett. Yep, nice. Thank you. Um, so, uh, switching to the NFL, guys, the NFL sucks now. Hmm. Especially, and, and here's my reasoning. I figured it out. It took, it's taken me like all season to figure out why. The, the NFL has gone back to defense. The defense have the best players now. I don't know if anybody's actually going to argue that. I think the best athletes in the NFL play on defense now because they've got to put the best athletes to stop you know these high-powered offenses that can be run by guys like Hinton Hooker and Cedric Tillman and Jalen Hyatt that have specific skill sets, right? Um, and the, the quality of quarterback play has gone through the floor. I mean, who's the is Mahomes the most elite quarterback in the NFL? Yeah, I feel like you're you're really really good in your top five. Top ten's good, but there has been a big drop off. Like, it, you, I don't even know if the top ten is that good. Well, I mean, like like Brady wasn't terrible, but they just stunk. But like statistically, he was good. But this year, it was funny. I can't remember the exact number, Roberto, but I was looking at it last year in the NFL. There were four thousand yard rushers, I believe. This year there were sixteen. Right, yeah. And, and I think passing about that. Passing yardage and yeah. scoring across the league this year was way down. Which, yeah, play the under, right? Yeah. Um, I mean that was that was the play this year. I think I I think I said this before. I think he hit fifty eight percent of the time this year. So wow. some absurd number. That's crazy. Um I, I'm not exactly sure on that, but at one point this year I heard that bantied about. Um I, you know, when Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league, and not to slight him, like, is the league just that, it's not good at quarterback. It's also not good at left tackle. There's not elite left tackles being developed in college anymore. Um, there's just not. And I don't know. I just, I, it's unwatchable to me because I, Josh Heupel's ruined me. He's I, ruined me. I really, I really think that's what it is. Like, we watch football on Saturdays. And it's either like an opponent that we're really interested in kind of scouting or we're watching Tennessee score 50. Mm-hmm. And then we turn on an NFL game and it's 24-21. And it just feels like you never really got excited about what was going on. You're lucky. 24-21 <laughs> probably hits the over. You're lucky if you see that now. Mm-hmm. Isn't the average over in the NFL 41 and a half? I think that's the thing. Hmm. Um, but... Guys, I really appreciate the time. Um, I'll just go back to this, and I'm going to bounce back to Tennessee. I just think Tennessee, there's just no way they don't cover five and a half tonight. I just can't see how they would lose this game or not cover. And right now, Tennessee, uh, sitting on the two line in Jerry Palm, we talked about it. I just can't get over that. I think it's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. I've watched every game that of, of consequence in the last couple of weeks. Uh, Kansas winning and Kentucky winning last night really helps Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just think that Tennessee's resume at the end of the year, so long as they continue, you know, if they split Auburn and they beat Alabama at home and win the games they're supposed to, Tennessee's going to be a one seed. And that feels really good because, as we know, Rick Barnes does not outplay his seed line. Therefore, we need to be a one seed. Guys, have an awesome day. Thanks for the call. Yeah, it is funny how people keep talking about Kansas's resume, yeah, versus Tennessee's, Alabama's resume versus. Ten- I mean, isn't that what the net ranking is? Yeah, 
is like the resume. Yeah. Like you get points for your resume. Mm-hmm. Not only the games you've won, but how you won them. Yeah, and your opponents. Game. Bama's fourth in the net. Tennessee is two. Kansas is eight. Who's one? Purdue. Houston. Oh, Houston. Okay. Purdue's three. All right. Yeah, I mean that would make sense, right? Yeah, I mean that takes those things into account. Uh, Tennessee four and one on a neutral court. Bama two and two on a neutral court. Mm. Kind of interesting. And then obviously a. Uh, Big road loss to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just oh their resume. Oh you can't like reading that tweet from Delphi yesterday where it's well yeah we we know they played head to head but we got to look at the well the the net says that we're two in their eight like what yeah. what what like what are you fabricating to give Kansas the the lift there? Mm-hmm. They play in a tougher conference. Oh. Okay, but like the net takes into account quad one, quad two, right, the, the game, how, how you play, how you win. I don't know. It just it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. That was a big win last night for Kansas, no doubt. But I'm just uh, a lot of these decisions were made before that game, and yeah, now they're a game ahead. So let us play tonight, and then we'll see what happens. I'll go from there. But five point line is a little weird. I'd be fine with ten. Just give me my. I, I just want the full net points, mm-hmm. the full ten point victory. Max, it'd be nice if you could win by twenty. Just keep putting that record out of reach for twenty-point victories in a season. I think any road game in the SEC, you just just get the W. The line feels weird. Feels like it should be eight, ten, something like that. Well, I'm hoping nothing comes out like right before the game. Like, oh yeah, by the way. No. Um. Here, here's a stat for you though. The top three players in the country for individual defensive rating all play for Tennessee. The top how many? Three. Oh. Vescovy. Yeah. Ziegler. Okay. Phillips. Adu. What? Okay. Tennessee has six of the top 12 in individual Hmm. defensive rating. Wow. How is Vescovy always so high on defensive? I, yep. mean, I know he's up there in steals. Have you, have you watched him play? He doesn't. Do people he, just not attack him or what? No, because he, he stays in front. Like he, it's just crazy. He, he's not super quick, but he he like anticipates so well that once they make a move, he just gets in front of him. He just walls them off. Yeah. It's I, it was, I was watching him a lot against Texas because I'm like, man, these guards are super quick. He's a They're super big body athletic. Too. You can't just go yeah. He, is, he he's not just like a little punk three point shooter. Yeah. Like he's he's got some mass, but it, he's just really good at side to side. I mean, just standard defensive position. It's like he gets he gets there quicker than you would think. Yeah. So I don't know if if players think they can take a certain angle and get around him, mm-hmm. and maybe they need to go even wider because he's ju- he's just quick laterally. I mean, it's he weird. Steals a game. It's crazy. He's always the quickest of those loose balls and everything. It seems he, like. yeah. He's always like the first on the floor. Like yeah. he's always around the ball. Yeah. Um, that I I know it was like a helter skelter moment but at one point during the texas game remember when we had like three i think we had four guys on the floor mm-hmm. when there was that big scrum yeah, that. and then one guy got up and went back i think we ended up fouling on that possession maybe maybe they hit a free throw but like that's that's good stuff man i, I this team hustles they play hard mm-hmm. and if the shots are falling i mean we had other than colorado we have not had a game where you're like man the effort on defense just isn't there tonight right no, 
I mean, Georgia came out and got six quick layups or six quick points off layups and dunks. We adjusted and then basically shut them down the rest of the game. Like we're they're good at make the coaches are good at making adjustments. The players follow through, and as long as we're hitting shots and running good offense, I mean, like you said earlier, there's nobody in the country we can't beat. Mm-hmm. I do wonder how we'd match up with Purdue just because of Edie. But right. I mean, well, what was I listening to? Like. It's good that we have 20 fouls in the post to give. Huh. Yeah. And we have guys that can give different looks, right? Like Kumwa versus Plavic versus Adu. Like, we've got guys that can do some different things. So, who did I, who did I just miss in the post? We got, like, we're four deep in the post. Did you say a walk-up? A walk-up, that's right. Yeah. Who impresses me every time he's in, and then some games when he doesn't play much, I'm a little confused, but... Hmm. Well, we will come back with more. Stick with us. We'll get back to the phone lines, 865-546-8200. If you want to load up the Big Orange Philly phone line, stick with us right here on 3 and Out. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> He's running. He's done. It's over. Breaking news. Hickman leaves the show to go do something, and Tom Brady announces his retirement again from the NFL in a very short, like a one-minute video. He said he uh, everybody gets one long retirement essay. He wasted his last year and then came back. Uh, so he's uh, he's hanging up the cleats again. Allegedly. We pour one wow. out for Adam Hickman, who uh, I have just relayed the news to him. He's standing in a hole. <laughs> mm. What would he say? No. That's exactly what he said. I said, uh, Brady just retired. Are you going to be okay? All caps. No! Mm. I, can, I feel like I can... He, Feel the teardrops on his keyboard as he typed that. Mm-hmm. Pour one out for Adam. It will not be the 49ers. It will not be the Raiders. It will not be Miami or another rodeo in Tampa as Tom Brady retires again. We suspect this one may be this may stick. legit. Wow. Well, for now. That's a great person to go to. We got Blake in Tampa up next on the Big Orange Philly phone line. Oh, the city is in mourning. What's up, Blake? You're on three and out. Morning, fellas. Morning. How we doing? We're doing good. I can tell you Hickman will be fine. Maybe the Bucks will be over 500 next year, and Brady's probably off to Puerto Rico to go chase his wife back. Mm. Ex-wife, whatever she is. Yeah, I don't know if they finalized or not. Yeah, good, good point. So here, here's my dilemma, boys. This is a very random, and I'm not ashamed of this. I am a Disney pass holder. Okay. Living in in middle of Florida down here now. Mm-hmm. I have two, two girls. They love Disney. Sure. I have noticed a trend. Here's the trend. We have been pass holders for a year and a half, going on two years now. I can only go on the weekends. And I sidebar this. I meant to call yesterday because Hickman was confused 
as to why he goes into a random store and he finds a better selection than what he does in Wiggles and Pilot. Working at Pepsi, I can tell you that the reason is because they have a planogram at a large store like Casey's and Pilot, whereas another store is owner-operated, and they can bring in whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Oh, gotcha. So there's your answer to that. But going back to my dilemma is being a pass holder, we're, we can only really go on the weekends. Is that the rule of the pass, or is that just your schedule only allows you to go on the weekends? My schedule only allows Okay, gotcha, uh, gotcha. Monday, Monday through Friday in Tampa. So we, we venture out to Disney on the weekends. But I noticed this trend, uh, I'd say, mm, back in football season. We mainly go on Saturdays. Going back to football season, I started looking at days that I was going now, most of the time, you could catch me on my phone watching UT games. Mm-hmm. But the Saturdays that I've been to Disney include the Pittsburgh game, the LSU game, the Kentucky game, mm-hmm. and the Vanderbilt game. What do all those things have in common? Big Orange victory. There you go. Right, right. So then, let's flow into basketball season. Flow it on in. I was lucky to go on a Friday night after work one night, starting with the Kansas game. Hmm. Okay. You see my you see my trend here? Yeah. So going through Kansas all the way down, keep on going. Include South Carolina in there. Go ahead and include LSU in there. And I was recently this Saturday, this past Saturday, when we played Texas. Hmm. Again, what's the trend? Victory. So, so far, since I've been going to Disney on Saturdays, Tennessee wins. doesn't matter. So my dilemma is we're not scheduled to go to Disney on Saturday. Oh, How no. worried are you about Auburn? <laughs> we got to get you to Disney. Yeah, why don't you schedule that up? What are you doing? Uh, don't I, you I, give I, your all for I, Tennessee, Blake? Good Lord. <laughs> I, I do two states away in Florida country, and it's, uh, I do my best. But I have to work on a specific project this weekend, and I can't go. Hmm. My question is, Is do you think if I send enough energy with my wife and kids, because hmm. they're going. Well, so now so far out. they're undefeated at Disney, too. This is accurate. So maybe it's like a majority rules type thing. If the majority of your household is at Disney, the Vols get a victory. That's kind of my hope. Me too. But now that I know this, this stat exists. It makes me nervous now, though. So I'm worried about Auburn. What is your worry level about Auburn? I mean, it's a Bruce Pearl coach team. I'm, I'm not terrified of them. Uh, I do think that they have they have spurts where they play really well. But this the thing about this Auburn team is they do not look like your normal Auburn team. Or I should say Auburn team. Bruce Pearl team. They, they play a much slower brand of basketball they like to get into the shot clock. They like to work their offense. I I think that's good for us because we don't really allow teams to get into their offense. And mm-hmm. so if they're if they're starting their offense late and feeling rushed to do it, I think that's that's how you force turnovers, deflections, mistakes. And then because they're not just a run up and down the floor and shoot a bunch of threes team, I think that that fits our style a little bit more, especially if we're not hitting shots the way we you know, are, are capable of early. I think that allows us to kind of hang in the game a little bit longer too. 
I mean, I will say though, they're coming off of two straight losses. Uh, they lost to A and M, who did not look good last night. They lost to A and M by 16, and then they came back late against West Virginia, but they still lost that one. They do have Georgia tonight, so I imagine they'll get the victory. Although Georgia did yeah. beat them earlier in the year, um, but I, I feel pretty good about the Auburn game. Let me see real quick what the uh, a 91.3 percent chance of victory, mm-hmm. according to ESPN. And I think if the majority of your family's at Disney, I feel pretty good about that. Okay, that makes me feel better. I'm going to attempt to get out there before Missouri. So that's that's kind of the if I, if we can continue that trend this week, that's my goal is to continue that, and we're going to run into March with it. And I'm going to have to find a way to take off during weekdays so I can go to Disney. That's the spirit. And also uh, Zach Eady and Purdue, I feel pretty good about just double teaming. The rest of the team sucks. Yeah, that's a Anyways, good point. Boys, love listening to you. I got to run. Y'all have a good day. Have a good one, Blake. Thanks for the call, man. Mm-hmm. Go Mickey. They still do those Mickey Pops? You been to Disney? I yes, they do. In a while. They do? The little Red Mickey Pop? We were down in their uh, fall break. Those are good. Yes. I mean, it's just, you know, it's ice cream, but yeah, it, I mean, it's, it's kind of fun. Ice cream. It's kinda, oh, you can mess it up. Can you? Yeah. You got, like, homemade, got lumps in it. No one wants that. Okay. All right. Oh, well, we'll have to regroup now that there's no Tom Brady. I mean, what's Hickman going to do? Does he come back to the show? I, I don't I, know. This, that may be. I feel bad. I, I Maybe I shouldn't have told him that. Oh. He's out. He's doing stuff. Yeah. He's having to interact with people. Just it's kind of, him it's kind of a bad look for you if, like, your employee's crying at a uh, job site. Mm-hmm. I don't know. My bad. Wearing his sweet new jacket this morning. Yeah. <laughs> That's good though. It's dark, so it can yeah. hide the tears, the tears. as he wipes I don't them know, away. Salt might, you know, leave some stains. That's true. Salt. He can blame it on the pool. Salt. salt water. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. All right, we'll come back with more three and out next. Welcome back into the White Claw Heart Seltzer Studios Fan Run Radio. Talk a lot of hoops on the program. I guess Roberto brought up the Super Bowl a little bit. Something that is today that we used to talk about is National Signing Day. But I, oh, nothing. my God, it is National Signing Day. There's but, that. I mean, there's nothing going on. There's a couple of five stars, but they're all in on you know the Georges and the... You know when people would debate wow. whether the early signing day would kill National Signing Day? It worked. <laughs> a lot of times when people like say that's kind of hyperbole, it's like they're, you know, especially you need something to talk about anyway. Well, in this case, they were right. I mean, I remember even I was he- I was like, "Oh no, it'll be they'll still yeah, there'll be some that hold out. They're not all going to sign. They're going to wait last minute and hold, you know, have the drama. And now it's not I mean, it's not even a thing. Think they just get rid of it ultimately? Well, the portal too, because you can get portal guys. I think it'll be the opposite. I think they'll get rid of the early signing. Really? So people can't come in in January or something? Well, what? And I and I think Sankey had a really good. No, you can still do that. You can like there's early, some, if, if they you're, graduate yeah, if you're going to enroll early, you can sign early and enroll. Yeah, yeah. But you're not going to be able to. And what Sankey said, and I actually agree with this. And he's looking at it from an SEC perspective, and I think that's obviously really smart. It's also the only thing he can do because he is the commissioner of the SEC. And he just said, this is a very tough conference. Mm-hmm. 
And we're getting late into the season where team seasons will be defined. Sure. And then you get to the postseason and coaches have to prepare for a bowl game. And now we've dumped basically their entire recruiting, you know, prize between, you know, I, I mean, I guess you could call it the start of the season and basically the end of the season. It's mid-December and championship uh, Saturday is early December typically. And he just said, our coaches have enough to do. And yes, they're paid well, but if we could extend the calendar, move it back to February, or even, I think he said maybe like a spring signing, which I thought was kind of interesting. Uh, he just said there's no, there's no need to really compress it as much as we did with the early signing period. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of needs it just needs an overhaul in his opinion. Cause you think I mean, yeah, if you're getting ready for the Music City Bowl, it's like, okay, yeah, we're gonna put it together a game plan, but I'm gonna focus on recruiting. But if you're Kirby Smart and you're trying to win an SEC championship, then prepare for the college football playoff. Not that it's hurting him, obviously. Right. But in other situations, you know, maybe schools that don't have the resources, it becomes a lot harder for them to kind of keep up in recruiting during that time frame. So, I don't know. I thought that was pretty interesting. But, basically, National Signing Day is gone. I mean, I, I just went... Th- do, you, do you remember going to Rivals in 24-7? And even Scout? I mean, that it was just Signing Day Central. Well, National like, video feed of the... Yeah, it, and now it's just like... Yeah, the fax game. Fax rules. machine. I mean, I, I went to the front page of Go Vols 247, and it's... An article written this morning about a visit that happened last weekend. Yeah, that has it's for next year's class. There's that it's dead. It's killed it. They do have a an ad for a National Signing Day sale. Well, the the portal, but there's nothing about National Signing Day at the, all. The portal's made it worse too because you get portal players mm-hmm. all during in between both signing days or yep. before or whatever. So like it, the news just isn't as. Looks like, like we moved up a spot, focused. though, in the team rankings on 247. Are we, seven, are we seven now? Well, okay. it looks like it's – what I'm seeing is we were ninth, moved to eighth. Oh, we've been eighth for a little uh, bit. Have, that was probably just the last time they updated the last move. Fourth in the SEC. Hmm. All right. National signing day. Congrats. It's wild, man. Absolutely wild. Huh. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's it's completely worthless. Gosh, that used to be such a big part of just following college football. I think uh, South Carolina and Georgia are probably going to pick up the big two five stars that are on the board still today. Or South Carolina, Nicole's Harbor or something like that's his name. I think I saw his prediction was South Carolina over like Michigan, some other schools. Why would you do that? Where's he from? I'd have to look him up. I just saw it, scrolled over it earlier today. Gross. Beamer. That's the last thing I want to hear. Hmm. But do you, I mean, do you remember? It used to be Christmas morning. We'd tease it for two weeks. Yeah, we'd go to a restaurant. We'd wait all day on Jonathan Kongbo's facts come in and think it was going to just change the program. Yeah. And then what would really happen is there'd be some other random player that you wouldn't care that much about, and he'd be end up being the superstar. Jeez. Well, we'll miss you. 
national signing. He's out of Washington, D.C. He's probably Mm. the most intense recruiting saga for Gamecock fans since uh, Clowney in 2011. What does he play? Uh, I think he's he's a tight end, it says. Wait, what is this? This kid named... Some recruit. Yeah, he's Mm. a five-star kid. He's top left on the board, I think. But he's big time to South Carolina, it looks like. Well, Beamer, big tight end guy. That's oh, like yeah. what he coached everywhere he went. Yeah. Was tight ends. Well, he lost them all, so yeah, just get another one. Just convince another one to come. Has he has he developed like a monster tight end anywhere? Well, that Bell dude's really good, but he, but he left. Us, but he left. Yeah, so I don't know how that. How that Where works. did he end up going? It's like Oregon, Florida maybe? State, Florida State. I think it's Florida. Yeah, State. Birch went to Gene Oregon. Bell. That's all right. Good That's right. Wait, which guy are you talking about? Harbor. Harbor. Harbor yeah, yeah, I think. There's another tight end two spots ahead of him that's 100% crystal ball to Georgia. Oh, Deuce? Yeah, Deuce Robbins. He was the one that played with Nico out there in that bowl game and they were uh, hoping we could do a... The next oh, Brock yeah. Bowers that no one can cover. What are you doing? I don't know. It's just frustrating. We got Caden McCaskin. Yeah, yeah. McCaden Castles. Castleton. Warren's back. And uh, Ethan Davis. Ethan Davis could be good if he's healthy. Mm. Come on, Nate. This Georgia guy's the seventeenth, yeah, overall. The other guy's nineteenth. He's eighty-six percent to South Carolina, fourteen percent to Oregon. Good for the SEC East. Just getting really, back in there, yeah, get rising back up. I mean, we're, we're eighth in the country. That's no, we're, we're, we we have we have the third best player. Nico is ranked third overall out of all the players. Arch is one. Keon Keeley, an edge player for Alabama, is two six five two forty two. I can't wait to have to block that guy one day. Are you nervous at all? Have you seen the discrepancy between on three rivals go t- or twenty four seven and like ESPN for Nico? No. That's wild. Wait, well, what's what's the worst? I mean, so he's like number. Uh, he's he number one on like on three or something. Yeah, he's number one overall on on three. Number one quarterback, number one or number two quarterback on rivals, and number one or number two on. He's number two on twenty four seven. He's the oh, he's the twenty third best player in the country according to ESPN, and like the fifth best quarterback or something. ESPN is a joke. Who, if I, I started a ranking thing, is I that Tom Luganville? He I hates us. I wouldn't include them in the consensus. I just it messes your numbers up. Yeah, it's such an outlier. You just have almost have to get rid of it. Oh, apparently Deuce Robinson is not signing today. Okay, he's gonna he's gonna draw it out even more. Even more. Oh, yeah. that's, it just so, so doesn't even matter. Got to get that. Got to get that couple extra weeks of you know recruiting. Yeah, uh, Miami has the, and these guys might even be already be on campus. I guess. I mean, obviously Nico is, but Miami had the best tackle. That's kind of surprising. Is that uh, Francis Malagoa? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he should have come here. Colorado got like the one of the best corners, or maybe the best corner. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, he flipped that guy from somewhere. I can't remember where now, but yeah, he's from Florida. So, that oh, it's Miami. He was committed to Miami. It, yeah, yeah. So those two tight ends. Well, the second guy's listed as an athlete, so they're they're available. And then I mean, you got to scroll a while to have an un- another uncommitted player. I think Rashad uh, Rashad a guy of the Florida. I think I saw him in Arizona State. Maybe no, really. I don't know if he's committed there, but that was the rumor. I'm not sure though. Hmm. The, I saw the Florida quarterback. The yeah, yeah, million yeah. I don't guy. know how far down the list he is. I know he's four star on most sites. Yeah, I saw he took a visit to Colorado, but I yeah. guess that didn't pan out. We haven't talked much about David Hobbs. I mean, 
No, he's, he's a beast. Yeah, he's ranked 56th overall, like in the country. Defense lineman, 6'4, 277. That's exciting. It's like he's kind of flying under the radar. Nico just you know, soaks up all the I guess that stuff. Leacock, of course, is blowing up. We did talk about him mm-hmm, a bit. Mm-hmm. I guess that corner we thought we might have had was going to Ohio State now, right? I think he was the kid from Ole Miss, Igibinson or whatever his name is. He's going to Ohio, Ohio State, State now. Yeah. Officially? Yeah, I think I saw on three. Great. Out that mm-hmm. he was transferring there. All right, we'll come back with more three and out on this National Signing Day and Game Day edition of the program. <laughs> Final segment, hour number two. Tonight, 7 o'clock, ESPN 2, Tennessee, Florida. Five and a half point line. Hmm. Don't like that? No. That's that's weird. Don't like it one bit? I mean... Any idea who's on the call? No. All right. And they've talked to him multiple times this week and even the day of. And then after he told them no and went to the Texans, they decided that Sean Payton was okay enough. Oh. And Adam Schefter said, no, they did not talk to Ryans this week at all. It has been Sean Payton for the Broncos from the jump. Mm. So I have no idea how good D'Amico Ryans is going to be as a coach, but it does feel like Sean Payton – being your first choice would make a lot of sense if you're Denver. Be pretty, pretty safe call there, probably. Did you see that the Ravens got a uh, quarterback to the Pro Bowl? Huntley. That's right. How did how did that work again? Well, he threw those two touchdowns oh, okay. over the course of the season. Right. Uh, Josh Dobbs also threw two touchdowns <laughs> and one less interception. Yeah. But Tyler. Huntley will go to the Pro Bowl, uh, added to replace Josh Allen, who obviously had the elbow injury. Uh, Brett mentioned Brock Purdy. Yeah, the UCL injury, I saw that. Yeah, so I I would like to walk back my, well, if you can get in there and hand it off, can you not try to throw a little bit? Because that guy basically couldn't feel anything from his bicep to his fingers. Yeah, UCL. It's only going to be out six months. That's without surgery. Uh, that, it said with or without. It yeah, yeah. I think months. he's seeking a second opinion. Either. He is. I did see that. But, yeah. yeah, it would be Tommy John surgery for Brock Purdy. If oh, he really? Had, yeah. That's what that is? Yeah, it's uh, it's not a it's not a good injury for him. But, yeah, so may, I'm going to cut him a little bit of – I'm going to cut him all the possible slack for not getting back in there and yeah, chucking it all over gone. the yard. I just think they should have put him back out there that next possession. Mm-hmm. And he could have just handed it off. But he literally, time. he literally might not have been able to feel his hand at all. Like I think and it maybe then, got better as the game went on, uh, but at the time, I don't know that he could feel anything. Oh, a complete tear of the ulnar collateral ligament. Okay. I mean, the way his arm got basically paused mid throw and then snapped forward. I mean, he, I mean, that's why it looked like an incomplete pass because he punched the ball with his follow through and it went flying through the air. Oh wait, so man. So he's he's hoping he can have Tommy John surgery. Oh, he wants the, sur- the surgery. He's because, out six well, months if he has surgery. I think right? it's, it's both. It's either uh, or. Either it says or. it well, says that uh, he's hoping it. This says it's either full surgery or reconstructive surgery. Like either way, they're cutting in there. Yikes! And that the reconstruction is called Tommy John. The other way actually be even worse. So he's hoping he can have Tommy John because that's less invasive. 
I mean, it's still surgery. He could come back like Henry Rowan Gardner. Wapaya. <laughs>